Female business owners, listen up. We made this podcast for women like you. Women in business across all industries. We've learned from experience how hard it can be to manage it all on your own. So we're here to answer your questions, spill the tea, and be completely open and honest about the life of a business owner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Female Founders Podcast. Hello, how are you doing? We're doing good. Me and Sophie have just had a proper belly laugh. <laughs> we have basically wrote down all of the office small talk that we've all that we've all experienced (laughs) so what we're gonna do is me and Sophie are gonna try and get through this without laughing and just do a typical office small talk how it goes so uh, how was your weekend Sophie (laughs) (laughs) got anything planned for the weekend no not really much have you yeah just seeing my friends Um, oh weather's nice isn't it sun's out today sun's out a bit bright Spring, so spring's coming. Yeah. So, have you got any holidays booked? I think I'm planning to go to Ibiza in summer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, Vicky? Yeah. Um, just going to España with the fam. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, I've got so much work to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what oh, you lunch today? You? I'm so hungry. Oh. Um, I'm just gonna nip. I'm gonna nip off some lunch. Yeah. Nip so. Starving. I don't really want anything. In. No. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh, have you been? Oh, we watched. We watched Little Island last night. <laughs> it's finished. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, has anyone experienced a bit of office small talk like that? I mean, say so we don't really have office small talk. We'll just sort of what we'll do is we'll just work a sense and then go. <laughs> I'm just like making noise out of nowhere because we can't bear to sit in silence while we're just like I I physically myself cannot deal with small talk. Oh, like, but do you know when you have oh, small talk with clients and stuff as well? Mm. Like, oh, it's yeah. so cold, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh it's freezing. Oh, you gotta wrap up warm up, yeah. Yeah. You got to so anyway, sorry I'm sorry about that. that was we just, just had to get that out of our system. We thought it was hilarious. Um <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <not funny. laughs> it wasn't even that funny, but we've literally got to it streaming out our face. Oh. Right, so we've got a funny topic for you today that we want to get into. It's a little bit different than what we usually do, but we just want to get you involved. We want to have a bit of fun, fun. Yeah. be a bit educational. Um, so we put on our stories this morning asking if you could send in any juicy business dilemmas or like oh, God, work dilemmas. So good. Honestly. Some of them are so funny and a lot of them we can relate to as well. So we've got a few um, that we're going to answer today. And we're just going to dive into it. I'm going to get straight into it. Hi, Sophie and Vicky. Please could you help me out with this? Exclamation point. So I'm a service provider. I had a client book in that at the last minute she cancelled. Okay, I hate that. that's an ick. She rebooked, but then cancelled again, again last minute. So twice. So I ended up asking her for a cancellation fee as I knew she'd never end up turning up and continue to waste my time. Yeah, which is absolutely fair Correct enough. Correct choice. I never heard back from her after she's asked for the cancellation fee. So in the end, she just let it go to rest and leave it. Then months later, which is a current day, I've got a message. She has ignored all the messages above and just acting like nothing has happened and she wants to book in. What should I do? Oh, no. <laughs> really? So she's literally... She's just pretending nothing, nothing's happened. Like, I haven't missed two appointments and not paid my cancellation fee. I'm trying to book in again now. Yeah. 
That's hard. That is hard, isn't it? Also, like, that's just so annoying. That's just so rude. Why do people do that last minute? I literally get severe anxiety if I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. I'm wasting someone's time. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm five minutes away. Like, it's horrible. Yeah, I literally so- don't text <laughs> my head. Just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. Like, is it someone's time you're wasting? And also, if you're a service provider, whatever it is, I'm not sure, you probably set up your room or you've yeah, set up what you're doing you've got your plan go. so that's a load of your time that's wasted so maybe go about it oh, i don't know whether you should address the missed payments or not so maybe send a message saying that um either you're fully booked yeah you can go down that room if you don't want someone to waste your time again yeah just you can say you're fully that's, booked. you know that's two hours of your work that you've already lost yeah and that makes a massive difference i think yeah what annoys me about people sometimes is they don't realize that you have a business to make money like mm-hmm. you don't have a business as a hobby yeah and, and it goes with any service provider and stuff yeah any product-based business like you, you do it because you have to make money yeah you have to make a living yeah so i don't know whether it's best to go down the route of like like i've had to do it sometimes before if people have been a bit difficult with me and just being like um i, I don't feel like i'm the best fit for you or but then people can get quite aggy with that because yeah. then they're like well why am i not the right fit up, then do you think you'd say something like Hi, yeah, thanks for your inquiry. Um, I just looked on the system and you've You've got an outstanding payment. Yeah, you've got an outstanding... I cannot book you in unless it's paid. Um, But then also, I wouldn't want her as a client in case it happens again or in case it's awkward. There's two two sides to it. I'm a bit of a chicken, so I'm more the side of where I'm like, sorry, I'm fully booked at the minute because I hate, like, confrontation and, yeah, stuff like that. that, Or you say, like, oh, just... You literally say... I've just had a look on the system. You have got a cancellation for your outstanding, but if mm-hmm. you pay a deposit today for your appointment, yeah. I'm happy to wipe that. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Which is fair enough. And if she's that desperate to book in, then she'll do it. Yeah. Which so I, depends... I, and I think it's fair enough to say I've got a new like system in place where yeah. I can take deposits from people because of people like you. Yeah, because <laughs> of people like difficult people like you. So I think just go down the route you're comfortable with. Either just tell a bit of a white lie, which you have got to do sometimes mm. to avoid confrontation and just be like, I'm fully booked. I put you on my waiting list. Hope you can find someone else. I'm happy to help you find someone else. Or go down the route of just saying, you know, it needs to be paid before you book in for the next one. Yeah. But it's really scary and I cannot stand time wasters at all. No. So I wouldn't want her as a client in the first place. Yeah. But yeah. there's two ways you can go about it. There's two ways. So let us know how you go on with that. Yeah, that <laughs> right. So fire away. Right. I've got one. Okay. I really like this one, actually. So hi, girls. I just wanted to say I love the podcast so much. Thank you. Um, I wanted to write in about something that I feel like you might understand. I'm a one-person team working from home and I feel like I've just reached a point where I'm struggling to stay motivated. That Mm -hmm. literally happens to the best of us. Um, My days feel the same. I'm working with the same clients. I just don't really know what to do. Any advice would be appreciated. I think I've I've definitely been in this situation. I think... A lot of it's to do with your routine, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, I'm changing your environment. So, when I was at my least motivated, I would literally be like, literally, I'm not even joking. I'd sit in my pajamas on my bed because I'm just like, I work for myself. I could do what I yeah. want. I What's like the that's point it of getting as well, up? Isn't it like when you work for yourself, you can you set your own schedule, so yeah. you can roll out of bed whatever time you want. Yeah. And work from you know one one place every day if you want. Yeah. Um. 
So I just sort of like just sit on my bed. So I think when I said to myself, right, I need to be a bit stricter. So even just getting dressed, moving to somewhere else, the kitchen table or something. Because yeah. when you work from home, it is very difficult to fall into a slump. Like I know that since I've had my office, I work so much better yeah. because I'm in a more like worky environment whereas at home i'd just be like put my feet up i'd just chill just out chill and stuff yeah so it's, i'd say it's so much easier as well because it's like your place of comfort yeah it's really and hard what i would say is if you feel unmotivated with work obviously you can put a routine in place and change things up a bit but what i would say as well is live your life a little bit more when i'm feeling unmotivated i go and do nice things yeah I go and do nice things that fill my energy up, that, you know, yeah. make me happy. Treat yourself. Um, it can it can be very small things, but it can also be, you know, maybe book a night away somewhere or... Mm-hmm. Um, Something to look forward to. Go and to. do some shopping. Yeah. Or book yeah. a treatment in somewhere. Yeah. Just book something in that's time for you because I feel like a lot of the time when I'm motivated, it's because I've not got time for myself. Yeah. Um, and I think I spoke about this in one of the previous episodes, but I have you know, two things outside of work that are my non-negotiables, which is mm-hmm. go to the gym and I've got a horse as well, mm-hmm. which takes me out of the house because if I didn't have them, I would literally stay in the house all day. Yeah. Um. So we get yourself out of the house, do something. It can. You don't have to go to the gym. You can do, literally do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'd also say just give yourself some, you know, book yourself something nice. Yeah. You know, give yourself some time. You know, if you feel, if you know, if you want a weekend away, yeah. book a day off work like yeah. you are your own boss yeah know, get just get that extra bit of work done yeah um it's hard when you're on your own because something about me is i can't do anything on my own so yes. like when i was in this situation i would hear people say go on a walk on your lunch break or things like that i can't i can't do that like yeah. i don't i've spoke about this before i have like anxiety about being on my own Mm. so i think for me i would do things like i said changing your environment so like i would not work in my bedrooms my room would be like my sanctuary at the end of the day where i could like unwind so i think you need to separate that um and then like you said as well so like having things to look forward to on the weekend so it's not just like every week is like turning into the same route every single week but it's really difficult and i think like it's such a luxury to work from home, but you can overdo also, it a bit too Yeah, much. there's also a concert as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Also, what I would say as well is if you're working with the same clients and you feel like that's boring you a little bit, yeah, maybe like work on a new service that you could maybe add to attract a few different clients. Reevaluate. Yeah, reevaluate. You, you know, what is it that you love about your job? What who is excites it that- you? Huh? who bores you who excites you yeah and what is it you know that you maybe don't like about your job mm-hmm. um and just just have a look at it reassess everything yeah. we've all been don't there. make like drastic changes because if it's yeah. working it's working yeah you know yeah. um maybe just you know open like start a new service mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something like that we've all been there though it's difficult all, it's completely normal and i feel i yeah. feel like you know to get to this point it, it's a good thing to get to this point because then you think right can I start a new hobby? Can yeah. I do this? Can I start a new You service? don't want to be stagnant and just yeah. sat in the same place. Yeah, so we hope that helped. Um, well, let's move on to the next one. I've got another juicy one. <laughs> I have... <laughs> that laugh makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little evil laugh. I just love a bit of gossip. Okay. Hi, girls. I really wanted to write in. Please could you discuss how to turn a client or customer down if you feel like the vibe is off? 
I had a meeting with a client recently and she just gave me such a bad vibe and I knew she'd be a nightmare to work with. You do know, you do know. You just know. Yeah. And it's hard at the start because you're like, well, I need money. So I'll basically, you need to work with anyone to get money. So she said, but when I emailed her saying, I think I'm not the best fit for you, she kicked off. How do I approach this in the future? Oh no. Well, I think you've done the right thing if you've emailed her and said that perhaps we're not the right fit. Yeah. Um, People do take offence to that though, don't they? Because then they might be like, well, why am I not the right fit? I've just had a business meeting with you and you seemed fine with me. You know, people can really turn it into a negative. So like I said before, you can even say we're full at the minute and not address it. You can make little white lies up, you know. Yeah. I'd say in situations like that where if you really don't want to work with a client... Mm -hmm. But I'd say something along the lines of, sorry, like, we're fully bought. Yeah. Um, you don't or, really have to explain yourself. Yeah, or even something like, so, like, for me, if I got, so, say, if I got, like, a carpet fitting company came to me <laughs> and it didn't excite me, maybe yeah. I'd just say, like, I really appreciate, like, having our meeting. However, I don't think we're the best people to market this for you. Yeah. Or, like, something like that. I don't think we could get you the best results or something. So it's, like it's a positive to them because they don't want to bring someone on if they're not going to be getting exactly. the best you results from you. you want to make sure you bring clients and you can get results and stuff for Yeah, but sometimes um, I think with stuff like that, if you're thinking ahead, oh, I'm never going to see them again, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So if you do want to be honest and just be like, listen, I don't think we're the right fit, like I think you could be better suited with someone else, even if they kick off. in your industry. Or yeah. even, so it depends. It depends if it's the industry or the person you don't want to work with because if it's yeah. the person you don't want to work with. Because sometimes people come to me and um, I won't necessarily know much about their industry but they're such a lovely person to work with where i'm like oh my god we could work together so well but then equally people will come to me and they've got a great business but they've got like the personality of a brush or something (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say a brick (laughs) (laughs) sometimes yeah i I just love people that have lovely personalities yeah and i feel like if you know when they have like good personalities and it probably is all industries as well like you can bounce off that person like yeah. you know have good ideas come through yeah so. yeah but yeah i would say you can go to one or two ways why yeah. if you don't want to tell them be ruthless you're never going to see them again yeah. <laughs> but you've got to do what's best for you if you know they're going to be a nightmare in the long term like we always say money even though it's important it's not worth you being miserable over yeah. um and when someone is a client or a customer they're a big part of your work life and if you've got them you know badgering you all the time about stuff it's going to make you unhappy so i hope that goes okay girly (laughs) (laughs) um so i've got one here um about marketing so hi i've got a luxury brand and i'm really struggling to market it okay so i want it to stay relatable so it almost relates to everyone but also sells my products Okay. How do I do this? Any advice would be appreciated. I think you, well, <laughs> kind of almost answered your, your own question. Your own question really. So if you've got a luxury brand, think about it like this. What is it? Who is it that you're trying to market? Obviously, people with more disposable income, people mm-hmm. with higher paying jobs, mm-hmm. um, people that live in certain areas, maybe. So you can't target everyone because yeah. not everyone is going to want to buy that product. What do we say? If you product? sell to everyone you're selling to no one which is so true i i I did it i've done it myself um Mm -hmm. where you think right my product's for everyone yeah 
but it's really not and i feel like the more this is so typical to say the more you niche down Mm -hmm. and literally work on your audience yeah the more you'll sell so what i would do if if i was you i'd get like a a, literally a piece of paper it doesn't have to be anything fancy Mm -hmm. i'd you know write down a name of if, if this was your ideal client, mm-hmm. the persona, so George, right? Mm-hmm. 51 from London mm-hmm. who works in finance, does these things outside of work. Mm-hmm. He, you know, goes to play golf. Yeah. You know, the stereotype of what your ideal yeah. client would be. And then you think, would he like this cringy TikTok that I'm going to post just to yeah. appeal to a younger audience? No, and he wouldn't like it. And think about George yeah. every time you're posting on socials, doing mm-hmm. any type of marketing, mm-hmm. um, because George probably wouldn't really want to see like a, like a dance on TikTok, yeah. you know? And it's also important as well, like we've spoken about this before, we're going to speak about like not every social platform is for your target yeah. uh, audience. So like if you've got something that's for older people or they've got more disposable income they probably weren't going to be on tiktok you know yeah. if you post in tiktok they'll probably be on linkedin or something yeah. like that like just because everyone is using tiktok or everyone's making reels doesn't mean that your target audience will be, be using that, that. So what i think would about say the is there's a luxury brand that i i love um i think it's called love luxury mm-hmm. and they have a proper storyline of the business and stuff um by the owners and the, and the child mm-hmm. and they market themselves really well so what i would say is go and look at what they're doing and yeah. take inspiration from people like that and it, it might spring some ideas in your head as well yeah. people do do it really well but you just yeah. got to be careful you know like we've all done it like you just like i want everyone to follow this i want it to go viral you, you can't you can't please everyone on social yeah. media. So for example, this this podcast. Yeah, not everyone's going to listen to it. Not everyone's going to listen to this, but that's okay that's because we've made it for female business owners. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a market in itself. Yeah. So. You've just got to be specific on what you want. Be a bit more specific. Yeah. Make a George. <laughs> Make a George. Aim it at him. Right. Okay. I've got another one. Another juicy dilemma. Okay. Um, hi girls please help with loads of exclamation points we're here to help um i'm a product photographer i've just signed a new client she signed the t's and c's she's all ready to go we're all ready to work with each other however she has asked me to buy the products with my own money to photograph even though the products aren't that expensive i still think this is mad it's a little bit backwards, isn't it? <laughs> How do I tell her I am absolutely not doing this and she has to cover the costs herself? Yeah. Well, God. is it in your T's and C's? Yeah, I assume it would be. Yeah, so if it's not in your T's I think it's C's... one of those things where it's like, it's common knowledge, but, you know, you wouldn't ask someone to do that. Yeah. But then what I've learned from this job is nothing is common knowledge. You have got to really sometimes spoon feed people yeah. and just be like the basics like this yeah. is what we're doing i mean um, maybe this person doesn't understand that just because she's paying you for a content shoot yeah doesn't mean that you're then gonna buy her products too i think shoot. that's just crazy that's just like me having a fashion brand and like paying a photographer and just being like we have to buy all of my dresses to f- to photograph them <laughs> this is this is where people get a bit a bit mixed up i think mm-hmm. if they're new into a lot of business as well is like if you're having photographs of your product taken yeah you've got to take that loss yeah give you know and use them products for the photographs like yeah you know if you want to open them and get the products out of it and yeah and they can always send them back like i've had that before with clients when i've done content creation like clothes we'll wear them for the videos we'll send them back to them so they've not lost out on anything um 
But in terms of going about this, you know, you can start off and say, uh, you know, usually we do ask that clients cover the costs of X, Y, and Z and let me know if this is going to be a problem. Yeah. And you can sus... I mean, you'll already know yourself how this client is as a person, if they're a difficult client, if they're an easygoing yeah. client. Um, maybe, maybe it's just a genuine mistake. Maybe yeah. you just didn't realise. But... Yeah. Because be like, we do ask that um, you, you to cover the cost yourself. Let me know if this is an issue. If it is an issue. Ooh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of up to you, I think. You know, if it's, if it's something that's expensive you're yeah. not you're not going to be spending your expensive is yeah there? Like, you need to set your boundaries yeah what, what i would say is i was let tell let them know and just say listen if you, if you work with us yeah the expenses have to be covered by yourself yeah um if that doesn't work for you that's that's fine yeah. you know um but also i'd say what if i need to use and seize as well um mm. for next time yeah so that you're covered for next time yeah it's so hard stuff like that i've learned things like that it's such where... a, it's 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 a little bit of a small detail on, you know, for as a, you know, as a photographer, mm-hmm. you might think, oh, like, if I say this, they're going to want to work with me. Yeah. Um, But just say it. Like, yeah. You can't, I've yeah. learned, I've learned from starting my business as well. I, I let things slide mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yeah. I just want to be nice to everyone. Yeah. And like, unless you just set that boundary in place. They'll keep doing they'll it, keep won't doing they? It. Which we don't yeah. enjoy. But I hope you um stick with your guns with that. Yeah. Stick to your guns, girl. Right, so if you got one for me. Okay, so this is my last one. Hi, okay. girls. I'm hoping you can help me with this. So I own my own business and I'm seriously struggling to balance it with my relationship. I literally find myself working all hours and even on weekends, which understandably puts a strain on my partner. Mm. Do you have any advice on how to manage this? Thank you. This is literally me. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's me as well. Like, I think business owning a business is 24 7 yeah um and unless you do put boundaries in place yeah it will literally be 24 7 so for yeah. me my business means everything to me but i also have other priorities in my life like my relationship mm-hmm. um my i i'm in a long distance relationship so my partner's in london mm-hmm. um i'm in manchester so we're about 200 miles away from each other which also adds to so hard, you it's not it's not difficult because mm. I mean we both own our own businesses so we and we but we see each other every weekend mm-hmm. um and we've got a little system in place that works yeah um you just gotta find what works for you and and it's about who you're with as well so like my boyfriend's very very understanding yeah. so he's never like oh why are you working again he understands if it's an emergency or something but then also we have this sort of rule in place that when we're together and we're like watching a film or something we just don't go on our phones yeah just put them away it's not like if i go on my phone i'll be like get off your phone or like shout at me but let's just be present and not go on our phones like sometimes i don't always follow that rule because i'm like oh my god you know our tiktok's got a new like on it and i get like really excited (laughs) (laughs) i'll get really excited but i think if you know you are making sure you're not being selfish as well you're not always working and that can be very easily that you can do that i've done it yeah you don't mean to do it you've just got so much on your plate but i think if they love you and they understand they'll respect that you have got a lot to do and it won't always be like this what what, what i will say though is as a business owner you do have a never-ending list of to do yeah it is never-ending you could work 24 hours of the day if you wanted to Mm -hmm. um so you maybe need to put some boundaries in place that's like right these are my office hours Mm -hmm. and what i do in these hours i do yeah and if i don't i don't like especially say for example you see 
your, your partner on one night or something. Yeah, so put some boundaries in place and yeah. then um, your office hours and stuff. And then especially if you've seen your partner one night or something, like that is a rule. You don't mm-hmm. like, obviously, unless it's emergency. Yeah. Um, But I'd say sit down and communicate as well. Mm-hmm. I'd say communication is the biggest thing for me um, and my partner as well. We're just so open and honest with each other. Like if mm-hmm. I've got a really busy week coming up, I'll yeah. tell him and he'll tell me. Yeah. Um, like I mean, I'm not ignoring you. I've just got this deadline that's coming yeah. up. Like... And then we'll do something nice at the weekend yeah, to like make up for it. Don't get me wrong, like it doesn't mean that sometimes, you know, we don't get upset. Some, you know, yeah. it, it happens. You know, you're both human. Yeah, um, it can be frustrating as well. Yeah. Like I always feel so bad. Like the other day, me and my sister were like working really late, and my boyfriend was just sat like waiting for me to come watch a film with him. And I was like, I feel so bad, but I have to do it, like because otherwise my clients are going to get upset. But it's not like he kicks off with me or anything. Like they understand it, but it's frustrating, isn't also, it? Also, what yeah, what I would say is like having a partner that's understandable is just mm-hmm. such a such a help yeah and they'll be they should be your number one family your biggest supporter and they you know should want the best for you um but yeah i just say be open and honest and have a little chat and yeah they should understand put some boundaries in place if you need to because if things are having a strain on your outside life Mm-hmm. it's maybe a sign that something needs to change in your business as well so yeah like you shouldn't be scared to speak to your partner and be like oh my god i'm like working too much and i'm afraid that you're upset with me or whatever it's they'll, not they'll easy understand. but if you do it like if you just if you just sit down and be open and honest i'm sure it will they'll be love you back yeah yeah but we've both been there so we've been there it's difficult it's difficult yeah I loved answering these. I loved answering these. They were so fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, w- let us know what you thought, if yeah, we should l- do... And let us know, like, if you have any other dilemmas that you yeah. want us to answer. This yeah. is, like, one of my favourite parts of it because yeah. I just love the fact that people are writing in for yeah. number one yeah. and, like, are actually engaged with what we're saying. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love, like... You know, I think it's just relatable. Everyone has problems. Yeah. Has so let's anything. just everybody makes everybody <laughs> has those days. <laughs> Hannah Montana is my spirit animal. <laughs> so um yeah, write in if you've got any. We're always gonna try and aim to answer one at the end of every episode, but maybe if you want us to do one of these once a month, just like answering juicy dilemmas um on a podcast, let us know. We'd absolutely love that. Yeah. So, as always, guys, make sure to follow us on socials. That at is at Female Founders. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to follow the pod and rate us five stars. We absolutely love it. We literally appreciate it so much. Um, and we're we getting just, so... We love doing this. I, I feel like I'm born to do this. Yeah. So. It's like, it's our calling. So we get really excited when we get new listeners in. Um, so, yeah, we're going to we're gonna head off. We appreciate you. And we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Bye.